I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I felt that's so out of character for me, but I, I remembered last week that you fired this thing up with so much energy. <laughs> that's that like, felt, honestly, what you just did. We just lost everyone. <laughs> yeah. There's, yeah. There's, you know, people that listen to the show sort of tolerate me, which I a hundred percent get. So if I come in too big that they're going to lose their tolerance of me immediately. So my apologies for just costing us half of our audience. It's fine. I've been so rude in conversation the last two days. I've been interrupting everyone. I said to my friend yesterday, truthfully, I think I could be having like a little light manic episode. You know what I mean? Yes. Just flirty. Yes. Where it's like, I'm a little, everyone around me is just going to have to deal with some extra, you know, in quotes, creativity. 
as well as some extra sure. ideas coming out. And yeah. then I'll shut up for and then I'll shut up for a few weeks. No, you know, this but is, this is the muse. This is how you find the muse. You gotta go a little nuts for a while to find the muse. That's yeah, how it works. Like, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate. That's how I always think about it. Is like I'm just so lucky, you know? Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, most people don't have that. You know, most people, they're nice people, but they're straight ahead people. They're not, they don't have that sort of manic energy that comes from the creative mind. They just don't. And that's okay. Well, this is funny and, and un- I, like an unintentional segue, I would say. Um, yes. This whole episode, we have two little brief news items at the top that I want to do some housekeeping, which I swore we would never do. What are we? Twenty episodes into this thing, and I'm already I've I've broken every rule. Uh, but there's a couple stories that I think are going to be they were foundational to this podcast. And I want to catch up on them. But overall, yes. the overarching yes. theme of this whole fucking episode is. Well, I mean, I guess I would say creatives in your words. Yes. So this is yeah. all like yeah. a bunch of real main character behavior. It's a lot totally. of real out of pocket stuff. This was a great, this is the kind of week I live for. Same. There's, there's so much happening. It's all sort of in the, in the zeitgeist, like big topics, big faces. It's, it's fun. It's not too serious. I mean, it's kind of serious, but it, it's it's more fun. It's more interesting. It's more real. I love it too. But did you hear? This is a world news issue, I guess. Did you hear all those fucking nerds at the Olympics are starting to get COVID? Dude, you know how I feel about the Olympics. I you mean, we I hate, both. You, I hate we the are. Olympics. This is one thing you and I will. We have a few things like this that I think are so core to yes. the foundation of our synergy. Yes, but totally. The yeah, we, we agree. Suck. Yeah, they're so. The stupid. Olympics are it's divisive. Not a lot of people agree. A lot of people, I would say, I've gotten a lot of hate for hating the Olympics. It is kind of weird that I thought everybody hated the Olympics. No, people like love the Olympics. It's very. I mean, look at Caitlyn Jenner. Okay, like I cannot imagine someone I would ever care about less. And I know that entertainment was such like a narrow scope at the time. And the idea of people even like flying on a plane internationally was probably very interesting when Caitlyn Jenner yes. won the Olympics. Uh, yes. But the idea of someone winning the Olympics and then getting a, a movie about them where they're like a disco star or whatever, that's I on mean, another planet to me. So yeah, the Olympics is obviously cared about. When, when Caitlyn... And forgive me, I don't know how to refer to her. When Caitlin, Caitlin won, just say Caitlin. Well, okay, when Caitlin won the Olympics in 1976, that was in Montreal, Montreal, and she is from New York, so she she could have taken a train or a bus. She might not have needed to fly to get there to do the Olympics in Montreal. I'm just saying, like the whole world, right? Like it was like back then when Caitlyn Jenner won, people were probably still impressed by pilots when they saw them. Oh, totally. In a uniform. Totally. So like, like the world wasn't like, Oh yeah. People just like travel from all over the world and get together in a room. Like that's not a very 
particularly impressive concept. Like what happened? Two people went to the moon this week. Like a bunch of people getting together and playing some dumb fucking sport. They wasted their time. So, so dumb. No, I agree. I can't even believe that I no, I mean it's honestly it's disrespectful. I, it I understand this is an unlikable it's, opinion. It's not but the athletes. Broken- it's not the athletes, it's the event. It's the corruption. It's a corrupt grift. Industry, I know. It shouldn't exist. The only reason it's happening is because these the Olympic people want their money. They're like, hey, it's gotta happen. You owe us. You owe us however many billions of dollars. So have the fucking Olympics. Let everybody get COVID. I don't care if anybody shows up or not. We're owed. STDs galore. Everyone's favorite little tidbit. Yes. Oh, I like that part. Yeah, but okay. So when I say stupid fucking athletes, I should clarify this. Let me die. Let me pull zoom back. Like, let me zoom out. Okay. Yes. My thing is that I cannot believe as someone who had a best friend who was consumed by a sport throughout all of like middle high school, college. Yeah, you're a swimmer. No, my friend, my oh. best friend oh, okay, yeah. was like an athlete like that. Um, I, I swam like one season a year the rest of the time i was out there hustling i was moving pumpkins on the farm i worked at i was answering phones at the salon Salon. i was talking to my boyfriend kevin our song was hanging on a moment by lifehouse you've had so many white named boyfriends back in the day kevin jim others yeah oh no yeah well i mean i don't know if it's like clear or not but i'm a fucking uh irish american cunt from boston yes, Boston. Dog. yeah like, no, i get it i get it i by no means am i am i uh you know only open to white men but of course sh- not. surely i do yes i have a right. i have a laundry list of white men yes. um okay but listen yes. what was i saying you were saying oh, the olympics uh, okay so my friend was like, you know, it just like she missed so many events, her whole, yes. our whole high school. It was such a sacrifice. And I understand if you're pursuing professional athleticism for a scholarship or if it's the only way to get out of your family situation or if you just happen to have this insane skill. But I think it's like we know what happens to most people who pursue a career in professional athletics, especially aiming in on the Olympics. Totally. Like if you're an NBA player, you get to low-key be in the Olympics on the side. Right. The, the but if other, you're like yes. if you're uh, peekaboo street and it. you don't get that chapstick deal, yes. your An- life's over. Anton Apollo Ono. Apollo Anton Ono. Yes, yes, the worst, the worst, the least um, likable. I'll tell you, I never felt comfortable around Michael Phelps. Oh, no, no. He's a Sorry freak. to all my Maryland folk he's out a, there. Yes, uh, he's a freak. University of Michigan. He's a freak. He's a freak of nature. But let's segue to the best sports news and the greatest update. You're a baseball fan. Put Just put a cap on it that words in case anybody's unclear we're both anti-olympics and the olympics are kicking off this week and everybody's coming from all over the world and they're all getting covid they sure are by the way i saw can i just really quickly revert back a little view story i saw this week you know i watched the view for upwards of 20 years now i didn't know that but it doesn't surprise me 
I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, they talked about how Shakari Richardson, that a- athlete that was like not led into the Olympics because she tested positive yeah. for marijuana. Just, yes. Um, Imagine. She was offered a vape deal. Yeah. And it would be like, I guess, you know, it was probably like a million dollar deal to work with I, a probably Portland weed company I to believe, take the vape deal. I believe I heard a little bit about this. I believe it was a, about a quarter million dollars. And, you know, I love my girl Joy. I do love Joy because she's like, no, she's got her whole life at her. Why would you be vaping marijuana? Yeah. Like, you go to the Olympics, no, you know? No. And it's like, Joy, no, let her take the 250. Like, this girl's mom just died. Like, she wasn't even that close to her. Like, this Olympics thing, like, even if she does go back, it's all going to be focused on a redemption story. So what? She comes in bronze because she's, like, not at the peak. Like, she was fully primed, ran with marijuana in her system. Yes. Let the girl, uh, yes, she should take her vape thing. And if, unfortunately, if she has to segue into a reality TV show or something for a minute before she pops off, like, this is the alternate route. And it's a common route these days. I... I don't think we're there yet with cannabis brands. We should be. It, it should be normalized. Joy is, of course, wrong. Um, she, Shikari Richardson should be allowed to do as much cannabis as she wants. I would argue that any Olympian should be allowed to do any substance that I they want. I think if you should win the... Uh, yeah, I mean, Lamar Odom was on crack at the Olympics. Did he? Did he compete in an Olympics? Oh, actually, yeah, he was on uh, the basketball team. Oh, team USA. Uh, but I feel like there, there's so much money to be made. No, from, he was. Yeah. Th- there's <laughs> there's so much money to be made from these brand partnerships that I that it would be a mistake for her to do a deal with a cannabis brand because it would hurt her from the bigger deals with the bigger companies that are for sure going to want to get in business with her. Okay, that's true. That's true. I mean, that is that there is some truth to that. I just don't think that she should be chasing this Olympic dream anymore. And I think encouraging this young woman to spend four more years putting her time and energy into this thing that is honestly, it's fruitless. For most people, yeah. it's fucking fruitless. Yes. Um, and yeah, uh, it, it's um don't 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 do the Olympics. Don't guys. yeah, fuck the don't Olympics. Don't be in the Olympics. But if what, you're trying to be in the Olympics right now, yes. stop. So, but the bigger story this week for our purposes was hey, the what's major, up, you guys? Was the Major League Baseball All Star Game? So around the what what happens around the All Star Game is there's all these ancillary activities. They try to make it a, a three day event. So the day before the All Star Game. There's all these um, there's all these skills competitions where they actually I don't even know there might like only the be the home one. run derby the home and run like, derby I believe this they, seems to be a new event the celebrity softball game so I feel like it's been on and off you know they used to do this at the at Dodger Stadium every year they would have the Hollywood Stars game before the game and it would be like. John Davidson and uh, Tom Selleck and Morgan Fairchild. And they would play a softball game before the Dodger game. And you could, you know, show up with your ticket and watch the Hollywood stars play softball before the game. And now Major League Baseball has extrapolated that to their 
to their all-star event. Here's a just like a question, because I this is about sort of the way that MLB has approached social media, particularly TikTok, and also like using this event to get the voice out to younger people. This is a crazy question, but I don't know if it's just like whatever. How many potential lifelong baseball fans do you think base American baseball lost over the last like year and a half of people not being able to interact with it IRL? It, it is a good question because baseball is is that one sport that one American sport where there's so many games and there's teams in so many cities that going to a ball game is so essential to its prominence in society. Yeah. So like my son is not, we're Dodger fans in this house. Of course we, we support the LA Dodgers. This is a Dodger house, but my son is not a Dodger fan. He's a do- he doesn't pay attention to the games. He's if you asked him what team he likes, he would say the oh, Dodgers. It's like a blood right. Yeah. Right. But if I go, "Hey, Friday night, do you want to go to the Dodger game?" He'd be like, "Oh, fuck, yeah, let's go. Let's go to the game. Let's get a let's get a Dodger dog. Let's get a Kulaku, some nachos, sit in our seats, watch the game, leave in the 8th and a half inning to beat the traffic." And let's have that experience. My girlfriend is from Cincinnati, Ohio. And I told her mom, I'm like, hey, I want to come visit. And she's like, well, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to go to a Reds game. Like, I want to go to a game in your town. I want to go to your ballpark and see your team. So I definitely think it matters that people haven't been able to go to games. And I think it helps that they're able to now. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, it's not you know, it's, it's take me out to the ball game, Brian. Right. You know, it's not right. watch this at home. This very slow sport, yeah. child. Yes, it's not. It's, it's a not very, a great TV sport. You you do not break someone's teeth on baseball with TV. So like that, there's like uh, you know, I think that actually it is very essential. Sometimes I look at some of these older sort of just classic i don't even know if you call the mlb a brand but an institution oh, and yeah. you're like why are you worried about engaging younger fans like you're bulletproof they'll they're come not, to you they're not don't worry about it but no they absolutely are you're there absolutely are not especially after a year where i i just kept thinking like oh my god think about all the little kids yeah. I'm not like I'm not an athletic person. I don't care about sports. I don't like love watching sports, but when I was bored in high school, I would say to my boyfriend, "Hey, the Red Sox are playing today. Let's take the TN. Yeah. We'll scalp some tickets yep. during like the fourth inning. Yep. And we'll just go hang out because we didn't need to drink to have fun. Nope. We didn't care about anything. We nope. didn't know anything. Nope. We just would laugh. We would laugh because we were alive and someone said something funny. It didn't take anything back then. Like the pureness, I do envy that for you. Being yeah. able to like live through your children who they don't need to they don't need to be anything. They don't feel it. They just are kids. They're just fucking they go to a movie and that's the exciting that's the excitement. Um yeah, totally. The the it's kind of like it's kind of like going to Disneyland or it's like it's like a big event. 
but it's a big event that happens every night. And I still get the excitement of it. Like pulling into the parking lot, you know, walking into the ballpark, everybody walking around, everybody's kind of like fired up. You could, you could hear what's happening on the field. You could see what's happening on the field. And it's like, (gasps) oh, this is exciting. This is big. You know what it is? It's like an adult space that a kid can enter. Yes. And and an adult can be a kid. Yeah, you have like there are like you can have your kid there and it's like not on you know that there might be a man three rows ahead of you who's vomiting hot dogs. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, I've seen that. But and so for a kid, you're like, oh, my God, I'm around like adults that are like fully in their adultness. They have no pretense. They're not teachers. They're not in charge of me. They're just adults going buck. Oh, for sure. And I think also probably because it was like mostly men and I never dad. So I was like, I'm getting such access. Yeah. Yeah. Well, same. To a tone. (laughs) Same. Like, you know, my dad wasn't really around and my, uh, he lived in a different state and my stepdad wasn't really into sports. And so I had an uncle that would like take me to the ballpark. He had season tickets and he'd be like, let's go. You know, he's like shared season tickets. So when it was his turn. He'd take me to the ballpark. And it was like, I'm so connected with that. You know how you just like have that thing from childhood that you it just is feel? A, um, it's so visceral. I do. This is another thing where I think about like how you and I like sometimes would drive past houses on the highway and just sort of like pity what we imagine the people inside there are like. I think about cities that don't yes. have iconic stadiums. And I'm like, your oh, life must be. It's crazy. <laughs> You are so sad. It's what crazy. a loser. It's, like, of well, course, like, I, I you know, far, but yeah. I'm from, I have Fenway. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I, I would feel that same sort of superiority if I grew up with Wrigley. You places, know? yeah, places that aren't connected to their ballpark. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's not. So, what? So, this week, the okay, so Major JoJo, League Baseball All Star game That's was in I, Colorado, where our friend Telly lives. Telly, you know, Telly is the president of the party deck at Coors Field in Colorado. Oh yeah. I uh I I didn't know that but that makes sense. Telly is <laughs> Telly's got multitudes, dude. The more I learn about Telly, the more I'm just like <laughs> Can you even imagine what this what's going on? No, Telly is a no. listener of Brian's from yes. the Baller Lifestyle, his Great original dude. podcast. Yes. Who now I've been brought into the fold and then we started Trend Lightly. And yes. I it all started when one night, um, because I had noticed Telly was sort of an outlier. Um, one night I just told Telly I wanted to peg him for the red circle. Red circle is, is I think he's open to. I I think he's open to. Yeah. Red circle is if like my Patreon for my show. Exactly. And so I was like, I want to peg you on the red circle. He loved it, but obviously he's not with the pegging, but he loved that I went there with him. Why is he obviously not there with the pegging? He might be into the pegging. You know, pegging is not something you not something you put on front street. It took him several months to actually be like, actually, no. Like, I'm not really get. I'm not getting pegged. Just to be clear. Well, I don't think he thought you were serious at first. Oh, well, I'm not serious. I would never, like, first of all, I would never engage in, like, sexual activity. Yes. Like, 
with someone as like a radio promotion, which essentially is what this is. Totally. Yes. (laughs) But then uh, on top of that, I would certainly never allow that to be filmed. And as I told you, like, even in my mind, I'm not nude during this act. I'm wearing like maybe even an L.L. Bean snowsuit. I believe that is a fetish for guys where they're nude and the woman is fully clothed. So I don't think that would be an issue because Telly is loaded with fetishes. He's got the feet thing. He's got the ass thing. He's like that's all mom. into all these. That's, oh, that's mom. mom. When guys are like, I want you fully clothed and me naked. That's a diaper. Oh, is it? oh really? Yeah, that's a diaper change. Baby. Shut up. Well, no, I'm just guessing it has to be like psychologically. Like when was the only time you were like a lady was fully sure. clothed and you were naked? So, well, all these things kick in early in life, right? So anything that you have that you need to have sex, you imprint it on you at a young age. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's, you didn't, you don't develop a, a love of being pegged by a fully clothed woman when you're in your 20s. It's a thing No, for that you. happens when you're an infant. Disgusting. Right. Yeah, it imprints. Go to yeah. jail. <laughs> yeah. So what So what happened this week at, at Telly's party deck where he's the president of the party deck at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game Malls? Okay, so our girl, JoJo Siwa, which is why I hit Amazing. us with a, and Brian, maybe we didn't even know. Maybe this was faded when you hit us with a, hey, what's up, you guys? At the beginning, totally. JoJo was, I think we talked about her on our first episode. I think so. And um, I we had wondered at the time what's going to happen with her. Well, since we started this show, JoJo has come out. Guys, guys, JoJo, I, can't imp- I can't implore you enough to go back and listen to episode one, at least like the first half. To see, because I had no clue who Jojo Siwa was, and Malls introduced me to her in a way that I was not ready for. Yeah, it was her room tour, which was all of her merch that she sells, which is why she's a fucking millionaire. And she's actually commented on this. So she came out, you know, not to say that I I knew. I don't want to invalidate, but I I had known in my mind. I was like, this is probably where this is going to go for JoJo. How is this going to pan out? Is she? How is this going to pan out for her career? Because so much is on the line when you are a child. You know, when you are a child star. Basically. Oh, totally. And you're, right. Yes. It's um, hard. It's hard to become an adult and look at all these people that have not been able to do it. It's hard to go from being a well-known kid to an equally well-known adult. It is a weird transition that most people are not, most celebrities are not able to navigate. Right. And like, oh, you could even say like, oh, Ellen is like, you know, the sort of iconic precedent of someone who came out while Ellen, while what she did was iconic for that moment, incredibly brave, and it should not be minimized. Not JoJo's at all. coming out as someone who is a children's star. JoJo is Care Bears. JoJo yes. is... She's like, she's my little pony. She is Punky Brewster. She is all of those things. So like, you know, uh, and any sort of mass marketed IP product, she's works with Nickelodeon. Um, You run the great risk of boycotts and it's wound up being pretty good for Jojo. There was definitely some backlash, but she she's made it clear since and we didn't have this at the time that she did not clear it with Nickelodeon. She didn't clear it with her brand. She basically just did it on her own, knowing 
retrospectively, like moments after like, oh, shit, oh, I could lose everything by doing that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So yeah. but she doesn't give a fuck. She's like kind of too big, which I love. She's also ditched the bow, which was like a, a right. question that people have been asking for like eight years now, which is like, how long is this girl going to wear this bow? She's she still slanging 18. them, though. Yeah. So she's out there right now on the at the celebrity softball game. Quavo told yeah. her that she was the best player on the whole the whole baseball diamond. Are we are we Quavo or Quavo? It's Quavo. It's Quavo. Quavo. And is he the one that's that's loved up with Cardi B? One of yes. the Migos? Yeah, he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. I believe that is exactly right. And yeah. he gave her a high five, which I did clip this. We can't play the fan cam that they created of JoJo. Okay. But Miss JoJo is because uh, it's like all copyrighted music. Sure. My college boyfriend, Matt, another white man, used to sing this song to me. Sugar, sugar. How'd you get so fly? I've never heard of the song. Uh, he used to sing that to me in the car. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's set to that, and she's just doing her baseball twirly thing. What's that move they do when they're twirling it? It's the bat twirl. Okay, yeah. So she's yeah. doing that, and they've got it in slow mo, and she's doing double French braids. She and, and she's in that. Yes. Go ahead. She's got. I'm going to tell you, dude. She's yeah. got these little Velcro studs that we used to have. No one has brought those back. Those little Velcro uh, studs, that is everything for the hair. Oh, like everything. you put on a baby? Like those no, like the Velcro like, barrettes? But they're little like dots. No, you would wear yeah. them like as a fashion moment. I, I would say like when I was in like high school, like you would like p- place some casually in your hair and it'd be kind of yeah. like a chic moment. Yes. So She's cute. bringing that back. Gymnast clips. Love it. And let's not forget that JoJo, she came up as a as a dance mom's kid. Like, cause she's an athlete. And now she's this tall, statuesque person. Like, not, she's no joke in athletic pursuits. She's up there twirling the bat. She's very capable. And what does she do? Quavo throws one in there and she smashes it to the outfield for a double. It really is such a win for yes. the young, awkward kids, the um, the kids that, I mean, she, okay, so people were, were saying this for years. JoJo, what's, what's it going to be like when she turns 18? Is JoJo going to snap? Some people in there are saying like, I don't know. I kind of feel like JoJo's going to have the glow up of the century. This was she a huge win. That. Yes. Huge win for the people who have not had their glow up yet. This is a huge win uh, for the young gays, I would say. Yes. Like, I'm seeing, I was seeing a lot of uh, love from the young WLW community, which I love on uh, Twitter. And I love that for JoJo. I love that she's being accepted. This is like actually without doing any damage so far, besides, I guess, someone maybe ODing on LSD at her birthday, but that's not really her fault. Not her fault. Jojo's aging gracefully. She did. Um, she is. So the, this fan cam is currently, I just checked it before we started, at 36.1 million views. Um, and it had over 2 million comments. Quite a few. Also went super viral. So MLB's 
TikTok also got some more hits from JoJo. They definitely milked those videos and they did a mic'd up video, which people love those mic'd up videos. They'd also tested out before JoJo came on with Charlie D'Amelio. So they were like, they're really trying to get that young audience. I don't know. Is it because so many people don't have uh, parents who care about baseball now or what? I I just think it transcends that. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with the actual sport. It's taking someone you like and putting them in a situation where they maybe you wouldn't expect them to be the most comfortable and then seeing them excel in that spot. And everybody kind of wishes that they could be like that where they're like, wow. But why would that make me care about baseball? Like, that's the thing I'm thinking about. Like, I'm well, thinking, yeah. what are they trying to move here? They're trying doesn't. to move these Chicago yeah. jerseys? It's or, all about the or, clicks. The mic'd up things are huge. Do you want to play the little JoJo yeah. mic'd up? Yeah, let's play Owning it. it moment? Yeah, let's watch it. Here we go. Yo, Steve! There's no way! Replay that! Replay that! Let's go, baby! Listen, getting the MVP is what I am here for. 100! <laughs> Go, baby! I'm telling Hunter to stop making it so easy on him. Strike him out! You like that? What? That shortstop over there, you come across, I had to put a little steam on that, that was that good. Was. That was good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I know, I know. The TikTok! Another interference! Yeah, she is. But we can go out with spirit. So a couple things I noticed from this. It might be kind of confusing and people should check it out. I know the link. Yeah, will be I was in like, uh, are you going to tell us what you're seeing? Yeah. So it's so I well, I was just kind of mesmerized. I don't know what it's from. I don't know if it's just a natural. It's just a natural swag, a natural confidence. I don't know yep. if it if it comes from being the richest person on the field at the time or just, I think a big it's big dick. Yeah. It's big. She's got big dick energy. No disrespect. She's talking shit to retired major league baseball players that are playing in the game. And she's like, do you see that? You see, I, I'm the fucking MVP. I got MVP. Like she's, but they like her. And that's yes. the thing. It's like, she's not, she's not, bratty i think the way that people would have unfairly labeled like miley cyrus at the time because people called miley bratty for not being saccharine right um and jojo just like owns it and i feel like even though she has has such a youthful like you know it's so obvious that she has such a youthful vibe yes i feel like you could put jojo in a room with a 50 year old man totally would know that he's with his equal totally yes she is just and that's part of the reason that she's so successful is that she just doesn't she's always the big dick in the room no disrespect and well, like there's a lot of people in her position that were really like volleyed there pretty hard, you yeah. know, like, I mean, a lot of people are still keeping him up consistently. Yes. Jojo, I feel got that push from her mom to be on dance moms. Dance and then moms. once that first thing broke for her, when she got her first, like the bows going or whatever. Yep. 
It has been JoJo ever since. I will say anecdotally, the only things I have ever heard about JoJo is you do not feel like anyone else is pulling the strings in her operation. That's awesome. I love that. I love hearing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, segue to our next story. My main bitch. Okay, Brittany, this is great news. I was I did not want to do updates on Brittany because uh, you know, there's so many people who do it better than us. But really briefly, I will say so it seems that Brittany has gotten her phone back. Um all these Instagram posts have been popping up that are totally incredibly different than everything else she's ever posted. She does have a she does have a social media team, um, and like a person who acknowledges, but she says that that Brittany sends her the pictures. I don't know if she gets them directly from Brittany or not. Right. And she's never clarified that. Because, but because, Brittany's- because the quality of the images that Brittany shares, it's, I mean, this is like iPhone four territory. Well, it looks like someone who's like the last phone she had full freedom with. Wasn't a sidekick. Exactly. Absolutely. It looks, it looks like Blackberry curve level pictures. It looks like, 1.5 megapixel camera shots. So um, people are speculating that this new lawyer who is representing her uh, last Wednesday made one of the conditions that she can use her phone or at least post freely, meaning that like what she sends to the social media managers will not be altered. Um, or she can communicate with them directly because a lot of the social media managers are like, listen, like, sure, sure. Sometimes we change like little bits, but like, it's because we don't want her to sound crazy. Brittany has an 11th grade education. Do we, she's do never we, been like a writer. Yes. Do we That's feel like, like, and I don't mean to interrupt you malls, but I, I want to get this out before we move on. Do we feel like some of the heat is coming down on these conservators and their acolytes that, that, that the Jamie Spears people are like, Oh no, I'm not fucking with this anymore. Like I'm not like, I have my own business. Like, I, well, okay. You're, you're so, not bringing me down with you. Like this, is this is crumbling. People are, are seeing who Jamie Spears is at for the real person. People are rallying to the defense of Britney Spears and the people that have been helping out this whole time are like, Oh no, fuck this. I'm going to lose everything. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not playing anymore. I'm out. No, you're right. I need to restore my chill. With Brittany, because I very much when the fallout after her testimony was that Bessemer Trust stepped away, that her manager yes. stepped away, I was like, oh, great. Now she's fucking all alone. Yeah. Um, but-, but it's because they were running out before this hit. She did get, yes. I mean, apparently, allegedly, this yes. Madonna is paying for this lawyer. If not just Madonna, there are rumors that Madonna, Katie, uh, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, which I don't is, know, was cash in the mix. It's, it's like ins- there was it's all insane. it's insane because Britney Spears is rich. Like she can afford her own attorney. She can afford the best in the world. She's not, not allowed. From, she doesn't need a go fund me. Nah, these, these girlies are paying her, them under the table. Yes. They're yeah. like, here, take this cash. Cause she can't afford it. They're covering her bill, yes. which all good girlfriends do. Right. Okay. Yeah, All she'll good get girlfriends them back. do that. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you're getting your nails done, your friend can't join because she's getting her check on, uh, 
you know, Friday and you want to go up. on a Wednesday. Hook her up. Buy the fucking manicure. Okay. Brunch. So brunch. You, you haven't got your freelance seen- check this month. Hey, we got, you, we go to brunch. I got you. I'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Yep. Yeah. No big deal. Because all, like, we, if anything. Yeah. We all, we all put in for Heather. We all take care of Heather this week. She doesn't, she doesn't have money right now, but she needs to be with us. It's the same and idea. honestly, like this is true. Brittany eggs Benedict, like are the very least that you've done for me. Absolutely. Like someone like all of these young pop stars, when they look at someone like Brittany, even Mariah, I love that the elders are getting in not to <laughs> fuck. I didn't mean not to call them like elders, but I love sure. that like the senior stars that honestly were, um, you know, Mariah's never had anything but nice things to say about Brittany. Um, but especially Madonna at first was, um, you know, she, Madonna was still trying to like get her like, you know, she was still trying to be 29, I think, you know, she when was, Britney popped off. Yeah. When they, when they had that weird make out on the VMAs, it was well, very, then that was much like the cult- mending. That was like very much like culture vulture moment from that Madonna. was Madonna being like, I accept that I I'm aging gracefully. I'm, I'm giving that was it her over. I'm aging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fair enough. So, yeah, I uh proud of her, but she was seen using a phone in the background of one of Sam's Instagram stories. I I'm, I'm not 100% just personally speaking and you don't have to agree with me anyone in America. I personally jury's a little bit out on Sam for me still. I agree. I agree. I'm like She's, why are she you seems doing to love something? Him. Yep. Yep. And just before we went live, she posted an Instagram story yeah. singing in the front seat of Sam's car, which, as you may remember from her testimony, she, she said, my boyfriend can't even drive me in his fucking car. I'm not allowed to ride in his car. So no, the heat is on, like she, Jamie. The heat is on. I think that he, I don't know. I don't want to speculate. I could speculate too hard. And there's so many. I don't need to be speculate. a main character, honey. Speculate. We have too many main characters. I do think that like Jamie is working with Sam. Could, oh, I was going to say something way worse than that. Oh. Oh. No, about like Jamie's like end game about like what could happen to this family. Say it. Well, like I think that if Jamie wouldn't make sure that he never went to prison. Do you know what I mean? Oh, not really. He'd take his own life. I mean, that's what that's a, a one artistic interpretation. And if anyone yeah. at home, if that would be upsetting, don't interpret it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm just. Hey, <laughs> hey this is listen. a show for adults. This is actually another great segue, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Interpretation. I yeah. pulled this up. This happened. Another Amazing. one happened right before we popped up. This video is currently at 4.6 million views. Yep. This is a real, this is Reddit would be so horny for this situation. This girl, magical girl, Melanie, she plays a villain character at Disney or she did. She's a former cast cast member. So she can tell people this stuff and she tells a story. I think it's like sort of like a crazy experiences about a time she made Disney adult cry. And to you, me and everyone else out there, this probably sounds, you know, like this woman in this story was out of her mind. But why don't let's play it, Brian? Did okay. you watch it? Yeah, I watched it, and I was I want to I want to give myself credit because hold on, it's about to start. Hold on, I want to give myself credit because she starts talking and she's in character, 
Uh-huh. And as a as a man in his middle 40s, I'm like, who the fuck is she? Like, who the fuck is she? And then I go, I go, wait, is she one of Cinderella's stepsisters? Like, that was my yeah. guess. I guessed that. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know this villain. I don't know who this is. She's it not is. Cruella DeVille. And then you I re- are already. Mm. Yeah. It's, oh, did I, have I given it away? No, you're honing in on what I honed in on as well. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I'm like, who is this person? Like, I'm not in, I'm not immersed in Disney. I don't do Disney shit. Mm-hmm. I go, I've got a buddy that works for Disney that hooks me. Like if I want to take my kids to Disney, he gets me in for free. That's as, that's as Disney as I am. But so I didn't know who this was. And then she's talking and the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, what character is this? And then towards the end, she says stepsister. And I'm like, fuck, I got it. I nailed it. I was so proud of myself. And and then I was like, I wish I would have done. I was like, I wish I would have done that on the show, but I was like trying to do research. You know, I wanted to be aware. Here's the thing though. Okay. This is why I want to watch this because I have something immediately like, because this is why there's so many layers to this that I don't feel like the comments have even scratched on. So we got to get in. Okay. It's Magical Girl Melanie. Let's play it. When you work as a villain at Disney World, uh, you know that sometimes people are not always going to react the greatest to you. I can honestly say, though, I never expect to make a grown woman cry. (laughs) I was working the Grand Floridian dinner and I walked up to this table and it was a family of like two parents and like their adult children. Okay. Wait, can we pause? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, like, just, like, the bare minimum before we even get into the fucking, the whack pack over there. Malls, she just said she was doing a character dinner. Okay, insane. Right. Insane that that exists. Wait, wait, wait. But but I want to stop right here. For anyone who doesn't know a character dinner is at Disneyland, because I understand a lot of people might not know this. Shout out Hungary. Shout out Croatia. Oh, yeah, we're we're big. We're big over there. Yeah, what are you fucking insane, dude? We're international. Look, I don't know. How provincial, honestly, how sad and provincial of you. Uh, So, well, I don't know what this is either, but I'm just, I'm just doing deductive reasoning that they, that, that Mickey cruises around while you're having dinner. But, but what's. No, so Disney is, is particularly known for having the strictest cast member rules these people Insane. are i believe they do take them out back and they whip them if they do their lines do. wrong like you are severely penalized at yes. disney they have people who spy on you and grade yes. you in secret they have yes. people in okay it's it's difficult you have to stay in character but go on the uh, parents of two adult children yes malls that's four adults i don't care what their relationship is four adults paid and Look, this isn't cheap. This is probably 350 bucks a head to do this dinner. Probably more. Adults. Well, that's four why adults, this also kind of, um... Four adults, no children involved, Malls. Four adults having a Disney character dinner. It's a family. And like, you never know, like Who cares? some people's brains fracture like a certain point in their lives and like nothing can make them happier than that. You know, I mean, I guess I'll walk it back. Like, a I'm bit never gonna I, judge a lady with a reborn. 
You know, like one of those dolls. One of those dolls? Oh my God, my daughter had one. It was terrifying. I couldn't have it in the same room as me. It was actually scary. See, that is the weirdest thing is like that became trendy. I'm like, hello, like talk about like trauma porn. Like why are are children carrying around these expensive, realistic babies for women who had miscarriages? Like what the fuck is going on? It was like a hundred and something bucks and it was actually terrifying. I, I think I did some Insta stories on it back in the day. It was, it actually freaked me out and I, I'm going to walk it back a little bit. Cause I'm making fun of these people and I'm, I'm very aware of the part oh, no, of the I'm gonna, show earlier I'm where I said, people. well, okay, yeah. I, you can have that. I'm, I'm going to walk it back a little bit because I'm very aware of the part earlier in this discussion where I said, I, I still get excited to go to Dodger stadium. So Maybe um No, that's like an adult yeah. sport. Disney is for Okay, anyway, whatever. Yes, it's for going. children. Okay, I'll play it. If you haven't been to a character meal before, um people that like to have the Disney character sign autographs, they will put the books at the autographs. <laughs> Brian, I can't. It's Brian, not, I cannot. That's not really goofy. I can't talk about it. It's it's somebody I can't talk about it. It's somebody that did high school theater. I'm not available. Unfortunately, it's, no, it's Brian. Somebody that I wants cannot. to get a job on a cruise ship. It's not I, I, a real person. Who knows like what Stop. kind of journey this autograph thing has been on? Stop. Like I I assume this character would meant it, mention if it was vintage and this woman has been collecting these autographs her whole life, which is like so much even more to my greater point about this whole thing. Off but the like, top of off the top of your head, name one name three people that you would ask for an autograph, Malls. Oh, oh, no. I used to go to like punk rock shows and get like all the people Blink. to like autograph my arm. Um, now. And then, or like I would, oh, now? No one. There's no one. Oh, no. I did buy, um, I did buy two copies of uh, signed, because they were only $13 signed folklore CDs on Taylor Swift's website. And then I gave one of them to the guy that gave me my second vaccination because I was like, I just want to like thank you oh, for like so going sweet. on this journey Malls, with me. You you're know? an angel. You're an angel. But you God, didn't I walk up to Taylor herself and ask her for that. And Taylor Swift is an international superstar. She's not an actress pretending to be Snow White. No, I mean, that's pathetic. I I met Mickey when I went recently. And like, I will say you do get a little starstruck. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, big time. it's true. Well, it's part I of know it's, it's the so suit. so dumb. Yeah. Part of it's it, the that's suit. Exa- yeah. Well, that's exa- it, that's 100% what it is. Yeah. It's because yeah. you've, it's like, you know, maybe you met Mickey Mouse. I met Mickey when I was five. Right. You know what I mean? But it's very like, um, because you don't want to be disrespectful. There's got to be, Mickey. there's got to be multiple Mickeys a day though. Right? There's not. Oh, yeah. They cycle through Mickey's. Like, they probably break someone's knees at lunch and then bring in a new Mickey. Like, they're really, I know they have them like super trained. There's understudies. There's like all sorts of things. Yeah. Okay. I'll play it. You know, they'll tell you, like, hey, you're not like pretty enough to be any of the regular characters. So you have to be like um, a a face character where you wear a head or like. Yeah. We might talk about that later. Yeah. That's It's called casting. It's called casting. They're looking for a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you don't fit the mold. We want a specific thing. This is your your 
auditioning for something based on your appearance. You're it's just like trying to get a job. It would you don't hurt have the my qualifications. feelings though. If, that, if if that's how I found out that I wasn't like cute, I would I would feel this, really upset. That's subjective. That's a subjective thing. Like people are looking for different things. That everyone has a different opinion of what is attractive and what isn't. Okay, let, let's No, play. you're right. If I didn't get hired, I'd be like <laughs> I'm just like not skinny enough, but like there's no way I'm not pretty enough to be a fucking Disney princess. Are you kidding me? You got it. People you, are losers. Well, I think they're. <laughs> it, I think it's kind of like being a flight attendant. You got to be a certain height, so you would probably make the cut because you're tall. Like it's you yeah. got you got it. There's there's just markers you got to hit. That's all there is to it. I've thought about it. I've thought you about should. being a flight attendant actually, but I don't have the constitution. Like yeah. there's certain things that I would not be, and no. I don't have a good lying it's, face. I don't people, have a, a good. And people are shitty and there's no money in it. Yeah. Like that's why I think um, like gay men who like a gay men are such yeah. great flight attendants sometimes. Yeah, they like, they want to fuck just, in different cities. Yeah. No. Cause they're like, yeah. I don't fucking care. They're like, I don't fucking care. Like you need someone or like a mom is a great flight attendant. Cause you need someone who's like, I've been through shit, dude. Yeah. I don't fucking I'd, care. I, I wear it. So I can't do it. Like when somebody's shitty to me, it hurts me. It, it, it yeah. causes me pain. And that's why I can't do that kind of job. I would accidentally pout. Yeah, I would too. End of the table. So we can walk up and pick them up and start signing them right away. So I'm signing the books and I'm talking to these adults and I realize that there's another book at the end of the table. So I pointed at it and actually just kind of innocently said, Oh, is that book already full? The mom says that book is for princesses only to sign. So now, of course, I'm making a huge... I'm getting the feeling that this one is... And I'm on her side. But I feel like she's a little upset that she didn't get cast it's as Snow a, White. She, it, hit per, it, it hit her personally. Yeah, because you could kind of see her being Snow White. Yeah. But... Yeah, you could see her even maybe, like, if she is, like, dysmorphic like me, you could maybe even see her thinking she could be Belle. Yes. She's, like, she kind of has princess energy, but there's something that makes her a little bit more strong features, maybe, that makes her a little bit more a wicked stepsister. I know what it is. carrying that. It's the chin. It's the chin. Yeah. Because she has pretty, like, look at those eyes. She has hazel eyes. That's how Disney casts you. You have yeah. to have, you have to have a, a upward tilting like chin if you want to be a Disney princess. Yes, yeah. Because that's how they draw chin. their villains. Yeah. It's yes. actually very like the whole thing's very like anti-Semitic and very anti-Eastern yes. European. But yeah, anyway, whatever. Yes, they want Washington. not to whatever that. But like we don't yes. have time to get in. We don't have time to get into all that. You yes. know. Yes. Keep going deal out of it and I'm like oh my gosh this is going to be so embarrassing for you what happens when I'm a princess later and I marry a prince and you didn't have me sign the princess book her whole family is cracking up she's like looking a little sassy and I'm like slowly to like give her time I'm like reaching across the table and I like snatch the book up again at literally any point this woman could have said no seriously like don't sign that one and I would have been like okay and I would have just dropped it so now I'm flipping through the book and I see like Aladdin is in there and I'm like, oh, since when was Aladdin? Would she have just dropped it, Malls? No. Because it feels like she's pushing this. No, I mean, like she definitely is. Okay, I, I get it. I have committed to the bit 
to the point that it's hurt me before. But when you are live improving, yeah, you can't dial it back without breaking character. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I I think that she felt like she was presented with a challenge in the moment. And she questioned the choice even at the time, possibly. Like, should I keep writing this? And this is sat yes. with her. Because yes. the I, what a lot of people don't realize about our girl, magical girl, Melanie, is that, you know, all you have to do is scroll back to stories to see that, like, okay, maybe she has a particular personality that's, I would say, like, um, you either love it or you don't love it. You yep. know, but yep. her her previous story, her first story about working at Disney in this cosplay is a time that she was um, celebrating Disability Pride Month. So, like, this girl isn't, like, all bad, but I do think no. she made a strong choice. She's embarrassed. This is something that flashes back in her mind. Like, she goes on to, you know, keep playing. But, yeah. Look, look, look. As much as I'm talking shit on her. I'm 100% on her side. These Disney maniacs are freaks of nature and should be put in their place. It's an insane fetishization of the of your favorite fucking cartoons. It's weird. And to think, oh, to to think first of all I'm getting real autographs from real princesses and this this actress that that wants to that's trying to get something on her resume is going to sign it and it's going to ruin my book. Like what? I'm on this girl's side, a hundred percent. In case I didn't make that clear. Glad in a princess, he got to sign it, and her kids are just like losing it. So I very dramatically like take my pen and open to a blank page, which granted had nothing else around it. Like she could have ripped this out. She's literally sitting there as I'm making eye contact with her while I do this, just looking at me like. She does the face. So I sign the book and put it back on the table and walk away. Job well done. It's over. Until I'm a few tables away and I just got this weird feeling and I was like, there's. And I look over and there she is. She's just crying and looking at me like. Really upset face. I'm just stunned and have no idea what to do because I had never even come close to making someone cry. Like, even as far as stepsisters at Disney World go, like, I was pretty tame. So, of course, my manager ends up coming up to me and uh, I, she's like, table, you know, what, number whatever. And I'm like, yeah, um, I signed her her autograph book. Does it? So she says, oh, so you did your job. Well, I said, yes, right. She asked her not to think about that lady. That's interesting. She asked her not to. She got over it. (laughs) She didn't. She didn't tell the whole story. That said, that said, I'm on her side in this situation. Those people are monsters and they need to, they need to be put on front street for their monstrous behavior and their weird fetishism of cartoon characters. Okay. But here's the thing, right? Okay. While she is right okay like while she is absolutely right she is not telling this story because she is right she is telling this story because part of her still thinks that she is wrong and she hasn't you know she wants to get people on her side yes she still hasn't like totally come to 
like, you know, she's just not at peace with what happened there yet in my mind, um, yeah. which may be, you know, me projecting. But that's what this story is perfect por- for, because everyone is projecting so much onto this story. Now, I'm going to tell you my personal theory. OK, I'd like to hear it. This mom is did not want this B-list chick in her book. Who knows? Maybe because Cinderella, especially if this woman, if things are so visceral for her, maybe this woman is a Cinderella stan. And she's non-confrontational and she fucking hates this. And also how B-list. I paid for the character dinner, dude. Where's Daisy? Right. Where's, she, you know, she only wants the A-listers in her book. She doesn't Chip, want the, the, the C-listers. Yes, yes, yes. Chip Dale. And so she comes <laughs> sniffing around her autograph book. And she's like, you know, and then I think this woman, again, this is more like storytelling she's doing. She's like, well, Aladdin's in here and he's not a princess. And I'm like, okay, well, all right. So let's call it what it is. You're pissed that you are a D-list Disney character. You like this is something that I think this is per- personal ego coming into. I think this is some sort of projection that she thinks the stepsisters would do. I don't know. However, she's she's in character with this. You think? I think she's in character, but I think she's bringing too much of herself to the character. I see it. I see it. I'm not. You're not wrong. I'm still on her side, but I get what you're saying. It's like you sit down to dinner. It's like you, you pay to go, you pay to go. It's like Dodgers hall of famers dinner. And it's like Maury Wills and Sandy Koufax. And all of a sudden Kenny Landro swings by your table and you're like, Oh, Kenny Landro. Yeah. But on the other hand, you said it was like pathetic that they were there in the first place. And like to that, I also agree. Like what the hell is going on in this family? It does feel like this mom needs a lot of emotional coddling. And it seems like, you know, okay, there's two ways. The kids were cracking up. The husband was cracking up. They're dying about how precious this mom is about this autograph book. Yeah. Either this mom is a... um like a fucking pain in the ass or like some sort of raging narcissist and they just love to see that. Or this family is completely tone deaf to her needs. Whereas like, you know, a lot of the people, so I put together a ton of uh, TikToks uh, comments that were on this post that I'm going to put up on our Instagram um, the day that this episode is live. But like so many of the comments, dude, it went everywhere. It went from like issues of consent to um you know people saying that like uh i would say that our girl magical girl melanie did play into some things when someone was like how do you know they were neurodivergent which i guess is a good Uh, no calm down no but generally how do we manage that in a world where there's disney characters that are going to potentially like how do you like how do you deal with that not deal with that how do you address that without taking the magic out of Disney for some people, because I'll say that like um, that queen from um, the evil queen from snow, snow white, white, terrifying. She's so iconic. The way so that scary. she walks around this, this woman is like the woman who does Didn't the Angelina um, Jolie player. 
No, that's Melissa Fent. Oh, that's different. This woman is just like she walks around and she just like drags you. And yeah. like I I like I the villains are actually there for the adults when you think about it. Totally. The villains, because like the adults are getting roasted by these you know, 20 somethings and it's like going, it's like going to the magic castle. You got to be, you got to be prepared. They're in character. They're not going to be nice. Right. Heckler be heckled. That's what I always say. Totally. Well, I would never heckle obviously. Oh wait, I was thinking about you yesterday because I was watching Anthony Bourdain, um, at the Euro Ono sushi place. Yeah. And it was like, you know, they were talking about how, of course, you know, I've seen the clip before, but it was just like going through it because he remind he reminds me of my friend Ryan from college. I was like texting him clips or whatever, being like, you just this is like such you energy. Right. Yeah. Anyway, listen, um, there's a moment when Anthony notices that Euro is cutting off just the right amount of shrimp brains. Yeah. So that you get like the, all the best parts of the flavor and none Fuck of the nonsense. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I got to ask in, if you went, in. would you ask for full brain? Of course. Absolutely. You I would get, ask the sushi master, when, you would say, give me full brain. When I get the sh- sweet shrimp, when they have the live shrimp at sushi, they give you the, they give you the body as sushi. And then I say, well, uh, normally they just do this, but. If they don't, you have to remind them, can I get the head? And then they tempura the head and they bring it to you. And I eat the head tempura. Wow. So, yes. The answer is yes. Full brain. Give me the brain. So, okay. So, yeah, of course, a lot of people are coming at at her with the, um, you know, maybe they're neurodivergent. Maybe their family is an understanding. Of course, um, other people are coming in being like, this is why you go to Disney. You wouldn't go to a character dinner if you didn't want something like this to happen. And she shouldn't have had her uh, LOL autograph book out if she didn't want this to happen. Yeah, they're, they're there to be asshole. It's malls, malls. I can't believe it took me long this long to come around to it. Hello? Dick's Last Resort? Heard of it? Do you go to Dick's yeah. Last Resort to have everybody be, oh, can I replace your napkin on your lap, sir? Is everything okay? Can I can I freshen up your drink? No. You go there because you know they're going to be an asshole well, to you. this isn't like the, no, this isn't like the Comedy Central roast of like Donna and her like, you know, while her kids and her husband laugh. Like this is like very much, I think she was expecting bigger, better characters. And but that they this were there was too. 100%. I'm yeah, but like she didn't want to like deal with this. Like she doesn't want this peasant. I'm telling you, she is like, I'm in her mind. She's like I'm I don't want you. this like cruel. I, I think she you. has something. You gotta, I think that maybe she is maybe, maybe she's Christian. You got to take the good. And with so the she's bad. anti-villain. Yeah. You got to take the good with the bad. That's all I'm saying. Um, but I do think it's weird that she thought this was going to be such a slam dunk. And that always happens when someone thinks it's going to be such a slam dunk, but for all the wrong reasons. York is a villain. Yeah. I just, I just went back to look. She's since we started this video, she had 950 since we started this pod. When I, when I first clicked on her, this TikTok, she had 950,000 views. She's got a million views now. She's had 50,000. Oh, no, she views. has, um, she has 4.6 million views. That's how many likes she has. 
Oh, that's sorry. That's likes. My bad. Yeah, she has a yeah, million no, likes. Yeah, no, I mean, no, it's so interesting because I think likes are most important, but TikTok does work in a like a, a in a view like world. A, I mean, comments are most followers. important. Yeah, or shares. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, I'd, totally. I'm I'm still I'm still on her side. No matter what, okay, you, you take the good with the bad at a character dinner. Let's remember, we have two themes this week. Um, people like being an asshole, accidentally being an asshole. Uh, and a lot of this is on social media. So here's another TikTok story. So you can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This guy... 
this young woman ap- applied for a job to be like a social media ambassador for a yes. boutique. And what that means is like they will send you clothes and pay you money yep. to like put on the clothes, model them on your page or whatever. So she yep. applies and she gets back an email that the guy clearly meant to send to his assistant. Dude. We'll play the, let's play the local Detroit Fox news um, clip. I know you'll love that. I've, I've seen it. It's amazing. Well, the head of oh. operations sent that email back to the girl who applied for the job by mistake. And after major backlash tonight, the boutique owners posted a tearful apology on Facebook. But was it enough? Apologize to somebody for something I did yesterday. It may be too little too late for Chuck DeGrendel to issue this Facebook Live apology. I mean, hold on. Hold on a dude, second. Chuck DeGrendel, dude. Chuck DeGrendel. Dude. Chuck DeGrendel, dude. Chuck dude, can you imagine you went to high school with Chuck DeGrendel? No, it's dude, impossible. he's like, this is Brett Kavanaugh material, too. Oh my God, wait. Yes. Actually, is it? No, that's not slander. This is like me just like riffing, yeah. dog. No, he's He got, does he, have this yes. vibe that you know. Yes. He's wearing like, let's set the picture. He's in, this must be at the boutique. It's very. I don't know another word for it. I only know an Australian word for their design. Also, they're doing a vertical oh, camera. Oh, I know the shot. word. Can you tell me it? your word and I'll tell you mine. Daggy. Chuggy. Chew. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's. It's like. <laughs> it's like. Sh- it's like shabby chic. There's like a shabby chic okay. rug. The name of this boutique is Ava Lane Boutique. Yes, now, period, yes. that's the end there. That's all you need to know. Yes, you already know. Yes. But of course, they have that wavy, curly font. Yes. You know, they got shit that says believe. It's in they, like, what is it? Is it a sage green? I don't I don't have the yeah, picture up in front of me. Yeah. Yes. It's all of that. It's those. Uh, it's like that um, fake. Um, what do you call that? Like almost like steampunk where it's like, it's like, Oh, um, like a little steel, like with like like a a pressed, a pressed. Yes. It's like galvanized pipe shelves Mm. screwed to the wall with like reclaimed wood shelves that would have been cool ish in a cool place 20 years ago. This no, and by like, the way, those yeah. definitely showed up when they tried to buy a child on Wayfair. Like these yes, people absolutely yes. tried to buy a child on Wayfair and then got those like indust quote unquote industrial shelves. Yes. Then we're like, okay, I guess we should open up. We do own that strip mall where we exploit yes. family businesses. Yes. I guess like, we could open up a there's like tea. a poof, which used to be called a bean bag, now is called a poof that you sit on or use to like put your feet on. There's there's a side table that's definitely from Wayfair or like something worse than Wayfair. Like these people and look at the way he's dressed. He's got sketchers like slip ons on overly washed jeans. Like not that he's washed them too much. He bought a bad wash. 
What's the that? crux of all we stress this yes. to say like yes. we're not here just to like tear down a man's life okay we're not trying to like read a whole family i know truly. i'm just saying he's got but, bad like, style he's got he's got like but, an under armor style t-shirt tucked into his overly washed jeans and he's got a dad haircut like he's a dad but would we go this hard would we go this hard if no he if, if he this hadn't nice, started no. with him emailing a young yes. girl saying no. that she's not very cute Yes, he, I'll, I'm, I'm only here to say he's not that cute. I'll, I'll keep playing it. This week, he learned a major lesson in the power of social media. Chuck is the VP of Operations at Ava Lane Boutique in Auburn Hills and also happens to be the husband of the owner. It all started when 21-year-old Gracie Lorenz applied for a brand representative job. And their motto is beauty through confidence. And this is an email I accidentally got sent from the VP. Instead of sending his response back to his wife, the owner, Chuck sent the email back to Gracie, which read, this girl is fresh out of college and not that cute. She applied Wait, for the stop. sales model. Yeah. Let's talk about this. This is a Tell boutique, me. a clothing boutique, right? Sure. They're trying sure. to hire people that like have great stuff going on in their life that are going to be good people to be out there wearing the brand, talking about the brand. And their qualifications are, um, oh, you only have a bachelor's degree. You're fresh out of college. You can't sell our tank tops on Instagram. Well, I don't what think. What do they want? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Girls saying. with master's master's degrees are traditionally uh, tank top models. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I'm. No, that is what they're saying. She, yeah, they want okay. a brand ambassador. And he's saying she's not cute and only has a bachelor's degree. Well, like in what? What do you want? A fucking supermodel with a yes, doctorate? Of course not. I mean. For Ava Louise, bo- Ava Lane Boutique. And let's be honest. This pays like 50 bucks a post or whatever. Like it's not. This pays like. $12 an hour. What it feels like is like a Republican family attempting yes. to do like a girl's rule movement. Yes. yes. But like yes. they're getting like, you know, the type of people that apply to be t-shirt models. Yes. Totally. That for $12 an hour. Like, yeah. Like not even really. you going to get like, what it, is your company mission? Irina shake, shake, shyek is not walking mm-hmm. through the door. Bar Raffelli, Bar Raffaelli is not looking to get hired as your But no, Bar Raffaelli with a um with uh at least a masters cuz you can't be just like fr- you can't just have a bachelor's can, and be a t-shirt model. Can I tell a personal story? Is it is this is it a good time to do an aside here? I love it's, it. It's supermodel related. I was at a I, I, love I was it myself and my beautiful girlfriend Cheyenne were at a hotel in Palm Springs, maybe like a year and a half ago. And we were on one of those like big bed things that's like by the pool. And it was like a two, you know, it was like double wide. And there was another couple on the big bed thing. And the woman on the other part of the big bed thing, I was like, she, she was like radiant, you know, like there was something, she was really tall and I, and there was something about her. I'm like, there's something about that woman there. I don't know what it is. And I brought it up to Shay and she's like, yeah, I noticed. And then we realized she was a supermodel. Should I say her name? Which would it one? be bad? Would it, no. It was Alessandra Ambrosio. And she was there with right. her boyfriend of the, at the time or whatever. And they hung yeah, out. That's for- something that I, I don't think some people realize about famous people is yeah. like, 
Some of them look totally normal in real life. Yes. But then some of them are just freak show. Yes. Difficult to they just talk look different. to. Yeah. They're just so they're destined to be. And it's not even sometimes because like they're so perfect looking. It's because they're just fucking striking. Yeah. It was, it, it was that. And she was kind of like going, like, I believe she's since broken up with this guy that she was with, but they were like kind of going back and forth. And he was, he, I think he was French. He's like, so many people talk to you at the bar. Why do all these men talk to you? And I'm like, dude, she's a fucking supermodel. You signed up for this. Anyway, anyway. Right. They were, they were hanging out there and then it was like the last day of their trip. So they were just like kind of hanging out in the afternoon and then they were leaving. They left and we were still sitting there and another woman came up and took their spot on the bench or the bed thing. And she was like, Hey, is this yours? And it was a scrunchie. And Shay was like, oh yeah, actually it is. And she handed us, she handed us Alessandra Ambrosio's. Well, she had left. She had surrendered it. She handed us her scrunchie and malls. Isn't it a nice scrunchie? You took it into your hands and it was like cashmere or it was like some, it was like some type. It was like some. Yeah, it was cashmere. It was some type of material that you, you're just like, what, what is this? Why does it feel this good? And then, and I'm not afraid to admit this. This is, this is, this is a free space. This is, we're open here. I took it to my nose. Oh yeah, that's normal. Who and wouldn't do that? Malls, malls. Wow. The smell was not the smell of a human being. It was the smell of some something perfect from another planet. It was like, what is, why does it smell this good? Nothing. No, it's there's that, no, it's that, yeah, it's some model oils. Dude. Yeah, they got like, shit they, that they we got don't shit have. that we don't know about. They got shit we don't yeah. know about. And both of us just sat there and just kind of smelled it. And we're like, this is unbelievable. This is like dude, so much better than you're picturing. That mom, can you imagine What's, that mom at Disney World smelled that scrunchie? Like the kind of like narcissistic rage that would take place because she wouldn't know how to place that. She wouldn't be like, oh, she's a supermodel. Of course she would would be like, how dare she smell so good? She thinks she's so great. I saw that whore by the pool. Even her boyfriend would, even her boyfriend said men were talking to her. What a whore. People are evil. Anyway. Position. Are you sure you want me to interview her? Gracie took that email and her response to TikTok, a video that has now gone viral. Not that cute. Not that cute. Okay. 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 It was embarrassing for her. It made her feel terrible. Hold on. Why is her mom weighing in? You're a college graduate applying for a job. You had you had an inter- you had an unfortunate interaction that you were smart enough to make go viral. Why are we getting her mom's opinion on this? Her mom oh, didn't apply for a job to show that she's not like a probably to paint because this is also Fox. They're probably trying to paint an image of her, which is like she's not some like low rent bitch who would like go on TikTok. Like she has a mom. It's very Fox Family Values. Her mom is fucking calling in on like a um a burner phone. Uh, yeah, it is kind of weird. She's got the low angle. <laughs> and she this is Skype. She's Skyping. Yeah, she's like borrowing someone's computer at the airport. 
Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, I'll play the rest. Gracie's mom, Heather, says her heart broke for her daughter, who was crushed after receiving the insulting email. She's a sweet kid. She's not an attention hog. She's not a like social media personality. I think she just exactly. She certainly did not anticipate what it turned into. Gracie's TikTok apparently struck a nerve with thousands of people who didn't have the kindest things to say to the Ava Lane boutique owners online and by phone. In response, Chuck posted this terrible Facebook. Yeah. I know why. This is why. This family definitely reached out to Fox News to repackage this. And that's why the mom is on. And that's why the story is being told at all. Yeah, they're like, here's all our videos. They're starting with, oh, this video went viral of a man crying because he said something. Because, like, I sent this to you being like, oh, my God, LOL, look at this, like, fucking golf dad being a fucking pussy on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> like, I absolutely sent that to you under that context. So, like, I know that that's why that got picked up. And they're probably looking for a reframe. And that's why they yes. brought in her mom because she right. wasn't willing to comment. So her mom to f- was. To f- oh, to fill out the story. And that makes that's so much sense. why. And that's why her mom it was exactly because the family goes with this angle of like, we're sure she didn't mean to kill us. Like, we're sure she didn't mean for people to like say that they were going <laughs> to. And I'm like, I'm so sure, like, no offense, I'm so sure that Ava, Ava Lane Boutique is not getting, like, bomb threats. Like, you're fine. Like, I really, yes, like, I'm not. sure yes. that it's, like, hairy and it's ugly, but, like, you guys are, you were playing with fire. You were trying to inauthentically hire people yep. to act as spokespeople for you when that is not what the fabric of your brand is. And this is why you're in this situation because the inauthenticity. So that's why her mom is speaking directly to the producer probably asked her something like it does your daughter, is your daughter known for like, you know, causing trouble online? Like, is she an instigator? Uh, That's what this is. Yeah, totally agreed. Book live apology. And I didn't feel that she was that cute. Um, so I wasn't sure if we wanted to proceed with it. What? So beyond that, Malls, why does he need to apologize? Like he said, well, I didn't feel I mean, she was I that cute. I think that this is his first. I don't think that, okay, if I had to guess, if I'm going to, again, this is a lot. Of, this is the projection episode. Um, if I had to project something, this family thought that like taking advantage of the social media landscape was going to be easy and that you could put out a call for something like models on social media and then be so lazy as to just like hit reply with like a nasty comment about a person. It's so dumb. You know, because I think that they were, they're clearly looking for attractive, highly educated people. Also, Look, I'm not hiring for this boutique, this Daggy boutique. Also, I'm not here to pass judgment on 23-year-olds' looks as, as a cis white male. I would say, though, if anybody wanted my opinion, I would say this girl's cute. I don't think she's not cute. Oh, no, she's adorable. Like, yeah. I don't know what that again. I, this points to my I'm like, what do you want, Diane Sawyer? Like, what do you yes. is this like? Mis- They're looking for a specific like- thing. Yeah. But Sorry, um, they're doing it. They're seeking it in an inauthentic way for a way that doesn't align with those values. And I and Bri, we've all been there. I have sent accidentally 
replies to people that were mortifying and I've been confronted with it and then like apologize to those people. Like I have learned that lesson like of accidentally replying all to the wrong people. Right. Oh, I've done it. I've done it. Yeah. I, I, I replied to the guy that I was going to fire. Hey, we got to fire this guy thinking I was forwarding it. And I right. replied to the guy. We've done, I know. We like, it's all, it's every single one of us has had that moment. And you can't even pretend you haven't. Like, whether it be in your social life or your professional life, at a certain point, there is a volume of email that you have to answer in like a professional setting, especially some jobs more than most. And you're just gonna, but like, there's also that sort of lowered level of professionalism. And I think it's because these people are playing boutique. They're playing boutique in maybe a strip mall they even own. And they're, they're trying to level up. They've seen, they're like, we've seen people do this online. We need these online ambassadors. Let's do it. And here's a guy in under armor t-shirts trying to hire spokesmodels for his boutique. Like he's out of his element. Well, he's out of his league. And like, how do we get those like SJWs? Like, we'll show like smart, attractive and intelligent women. Like that was, that will bring in that like SJW audience. Like, cause that's probably like, so not what they're good at, which is why this happened. Like it, the whole thing is reeks of inauthenticity, which is why he's fucking crying. He's crying because he knew that like, he can't even defend how all of this happened in the first place. It's so unclear what it was that the job they are, that was offered. They totally. were offering. They don't even know. Yeah. And I think he knows that he should be ashamed. And I think he probably is ashamed. I think he's super sorry he got caught. Totally. And I think that he probably never expected. This is the thing that I talk about where I'm like, I know there's going to be a name for this. There's going to be a syndrome for people who are your average Karen, who is like absolutely someone who should be publicly shamed in the moment. But like them not knowing how to deal with it and like sort of the mass uh, quantity of that that has happened over the, like this, this was bad because his bad behavior that normally would go unseen. A lot of people would just cry about that and never even respond. A lot of people would never take that to TikTok. Um, but you're open to that. You're vulnerable to that in this world. Totally. So, and he, he should have stood on his laurels. He should have been because he says at the beginning, he, was, he goes, I didn't think she was cute. He should have been like, hey, she didn't fit. This is this is a job where we're looking for a specific type of look. She didn't have the type of look. Was my phrasing uh, insensitive? Yes. Well, that would get him in even way more so? trouble because it would be like, well, then what kind of look were you looking for? Maybe like point, in yes. this day and age, like it's just a little... Like that would have been even worse because let's face it. What is he looking for? He's looking for probably like blonde girls who have, you know, a a published scientific article. Right. (laughs) Yes. Peer reviewed. Okay. Do we want to finish this? Yeah. Let's, let's watch him cry. With an interview. Um, I don't know why I said that. Uh, but I did, and um, I'm very, very sorry for saying that. Both Chuck and his wife, Laura, may have broken down in tears during the live video, but Heather says she isn't convinced it was for the right reasons, especially because the apology 
was never directed at her daughter. I don't want this woman's business to suffer. I don't. I, but I would. I feel like my daughter deserves a real apology, not a Facebook Live. Yeah, something she says she never got directly. Now, Chuck DeGrendel was not returning calls to the media tonight, but in the Facebook post, the couple did say they have taken down social media for a while because the comments and threats against their family has become have become too much. Well, that's wow. the other way you know exactly who they are, is that yeah. their like, main piece of social media is Facebook, yeah. and that they thought to apologize via Facebook Live. I mean, how archaic is that? It's bad enough to do like a live Instagram apology. Those never go well. That's like no. so junior league. Yes, um, But like when you're only reachable by Facebook, I'm... I'm sorry, are there like Facebook social brand ambassadors like for anything definitely. but MLM? No, definitely. Pyramid that, def schemes? that definitely exists. I don't like, I don't, I haven't seen it, but I know that there's, especially the kind of people that shop at Ava Lane or whatever it's called. Like they're, they're on Facebook. Those people are on Facebook so hard. Yeah. By the way, every time I call this Ava Louise, Ava Louise is the chick who started the rumor uh, that Jeffree Star and Kanye were hooking up. So that's why I, mentally I my you. the AL is hard for me. Yeah, I didn't hear you say it. Um, what, what do we want to do next? Okay, so there was two iconic Twitter threads. I'll make sure both of these are in the bonus things. There were so many great stories to get to this week. There's so many like buzzfeed quizzes i'm going to put it down there brian and i have a story that we're going to do just as a patreon exclusive uh for the solid listen patreon yes um but which one do you think there's a gen Zer who went viral with a thread uh thinking that only they started you know they they acne's new there they was no acne. acne in the 80s or 90s and they think she thinks it's only because of um, the, the prominence of processed food and seed oils, which it doesn't help, but this acne ain't new. You ever, I mean, you ever seen Star Wars? She thinks they got acne trending. You ever seen Star Wars? Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Major acne. No. Actually, that's a lie. I haven't seen Star Wars. But yeah, no. Good for like you. Good for you. People, mm, I don't know. Um, my thing is, is like, I think if anything, everyone would agree that there is something different in the milk these days. These kids look, if, if they have acne, that's the, that's what's holding them back in life and good for them. They need it. Like you need it because yeah. you're too, you've got too much going on as a teen these days. These kids are like people. Do you know what people, people looked awful when we were teenagers. Everyone looked awful. And now they're also beautiful. Now it's ridiculous. It's stupid. It was so embarrassing to be alive. It was like the worst thing ever. And now I'm like, y'all are like killing it. There's this other thread where this man, he took LSD. Have you ever done LSD? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. That's so why I've, I think we should read this. I've done LSD more than anybody within the sound of my voice has done LSD. 100%. Well, hopefully. What are you in your studio apartment with your children? Okay. Sorry. No, I'm just teasing. So this guy um, who goes by QC, uh, that's what he refers to himself as in his uh, Twitter. His name is, I meant to look up the pronunciation. Of QC Yon. That's 
definitely Y-U- Y-U-A-N. Y-U-A-N. The Q-I no, is Yuan. like a chi. Oh, yeah. I don't know the first name. Kwai Chu, Kwai Chu, or Kiao Chu Yuan. Well, there goes. What I'm, I'm supposed to be? Ex- I'm supposed to be relationship we have with the probably the entire I'm, continent. I'm supposed to be an Asia. expert on Chinese pronunciations, and probably you, most wait, Asian Americans. They right didn't now, teach. They didn't teach Mandarin at Boston College malls. No, this was my this was my bad though because I didn't look this up and I meant to. But he goes by magnificent adult baby. I don't know yeah. if he changed that after the fact to be cute because this is. Uh, that's probably something someone called him after reading this, but I, I took LSD once. I'll tell you what happened. I, it was the same time. Like the first time I ever took Xanax was because my college boyfriend, Matt, shout out, um, said to me, Oh, we don't have any weed, but my roommate has a Xanax. It's like basically the same thing. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I, it didn't do anything for me. I just was like, yeah, this is fine. And, uh, we just hung out and watched family guy. Um, Ooh, but I'm sorry. LSD was like, I had a friend who was, um, big mushroom guy. I have a, I, yeah, it's a friend who yeah. was a big mushroom guy. And one day, same exact similar situation. I was like, yo, you got the mushies. And he was like, no, but I have an LSD and it's basically the same thing. And yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And like by the end of it, I fully got into my full bathtub in a sweatsuit just to like feel myself in a sweatsuit in a, in a bathtub. And it also convinced myself that I probably needed to sell my house and move home to my mom's house because everyone hates me. Yeah. So like it's, it's not an introspective I drug. Yeah, I so I didn't have this experience, but I've had a similar experiences with mushrooms. Yeah, it's so LSD is like mushrooms, but with like you know how mushrooms are like really mellow and you're really connected to the earth and you see things for the way they really are, and you see people for the way they really are, and you just feel like you have this clarity about everything that exists around you and how there's so much more to the natural world than you can see normally. Well, LSD has all of that, but it's intense. It's it's like Yeah, raw. and like you can already trip face on mushrooms and like yes. it's bad enough. You yeah. know, like mushrooms three categories greatest experience of your life you don't feel anything or it's literally a living hell that like you have to vomit out of you um yes totally yeah i want you to read this twitter thread i feel like we should hear it in your voice um let me double check the bio and see okay no pronouns i believe yeah so go i think this is a guy a few days ago magnificent adult baby A few days ago, I took a medium dose of acid and wrote for several hours straight and admitted some things to myself, mostly about money. First of all, being able to write on acid, you didn't take enough acid. Let's start here. No, he took the acid a few months ago. Oh, 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 wait, no. While he was on acid, he wrote this. I'm so Let's start here. Last August, my mom gave me... And this, just listen, this is not a a vocal typo. Last August, my mom gave me $100,000 for my birthday. 
I resented her for this and also suppressed the resentment. In January, I had the thought that I should figure out money and career stuff, and then I proceeded to mostly avoid the topic, occasionally, tentatively having feelings about it, but not in a very satisfying way. Then I procrastinated on my taxes. I oh, procra- wait, stop. Yes. Pause. Okay, yes. so I actually am going to say that this mom has to have some ulterior motive for giving her son a lump sum of money like this. There has to be an ulterior motive. Well, it could because just be. anyone, no, because if she cared about him, she would give him $25,000 a year for four years. Like, <laughs> yeah. this guy, he's going to have to pay 50% of this in taxes. As a gift. Yes, it's a gift. Yes, yes. That's so true. So she fucked him on this. There has to be some ulterior motive unless this mother sucks with money and this is what the generational trauma and all this is. Anyway, keep going. I procrastinated on my taxes so hard I was forced to spend the last day before the deadline mostly having feelings about taxes to find out what I why I had procrastinated so hard. What came up was I don't want to know how much money I have or made so I can, can't tell my parents about it. And I don't want to tell my parents about my money situation because I don't want them to feel like they failed me. Thinking that thought made me break into tears uncontrollably like I want to clarify that this is rare for me. Usually I can turn it off if I want to. So that Wait, was prog. So why would his parents know what, how much money he made? Because he filed his taxes. Well, they're very look. If they're giving you a hundred grand, they're you're connected to them in that way. But aren't they in your BOA? Like they're in your BOA at that point. I don't know. Whatever. Bank of America. Yeah, like they're in your account. Like yes. they're like yes. looking at your expenses, your in income and and outcome. Yes. Uh, thinking this. Th- Thinking that thought made me break into tears uncontrollably. So that was progress. I learned that my feelings about money are intimately tied to my feelings about my parents. I went on to successfully avoid the topic again for another several weeks. Then I had to move out of my group house. Well, if you get a hundred thousand dollars like what's going on? Like, I mean, like at this point, I'm like, doggy, were you in a halfway home? Because like if you were yes. at a halfway home and your parents gave you $100,000, that's like a different story, but also a special kind of irresponsible for your parents. If you were, if if you're, I mean, group home sounds yeah. like you were in a facility of some type and then were released into this. So like your parents are either fucking you up by giving someone who's in a vulnerable situation $100,000 cash. Yes. Yes. They're, they're not doing you any favors. It's mean to give someone who's unprepared for yes. money that amount of money. But they have mean. so they have so much money. They don't. They probably give money like that all the time. Like it's that's probably no, not his first hundred thousand dollar gift. He wouldn't be in that sort of like crisis. Oh, maybe because like maybe he's yeah. just like this. Just relates to how much I t- made this year. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's insane, and it's it's crazy. Like. We don't really learn what he learned from this, right? Well, wait. So there's more. I mean, I think it's what's so also many- interesting that we have yes. to keep reading is that like the na- navel gazing aspect yes. of it. Like, yes. I think that this is important to keep going. 
Yes. Because okay. like, like this would have been celebrated. I told this to you. Like, I think that honestly, in, in 2009, this post would have been considered brave because it's someone who's being transparent about financial, uh, you know, like not having financial burdens by having financial ease in life. Yeah. You know, like that's, this is something that would have been celebrated, but in a, in the midst of a pandemic, this is like the most tone deaf thing of all time. But I kind of feel like, dude, why are like, we cannot, I, I wasn't mad about Chrissy Teigen's mom, like throwing out 20 pairs of iPods or AirPods a month either. That didn't bother me. Cause I'm like, it's not my money. It was never going to be my money. Um, yeah, totally. Like, who cares? Right. Like, this guy's mom giving him $100,000, which, by the way, sounds like a scam for him. This seems like some weird emotional game his parents are playing with him, which is why he was crying. Uh, yeah. D- yeah. It is. Th- well, they try to control you with money. You know, I guess I've never been in that position. His parents maybe, are doing FIDOM. Yeah, maybe that's the thing. Yeah, financial domination. Yes. Yeah, that's what I want to do with Telly. That's what like I'm trying to say, like, honey, get me a Pokemon break. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the car. I wouldn't like show him a nipple or anything, but like yes. I would maybe talk to him on the phone. <laughs> For cards? For a Pokemon break? Don't do that to him. Yeah, if he bought me a Pokemon break. Oh, I yeah. mean, I won't do yes. that to him. I know. I like know. it would be like fun. I love Telly. Anyway, listen, yeah, keep going. Yeah. Okay. I, r- I don't. I wrote for maybe 12 hours straight, and it eventually turned into a sort of spontaneous dialogue between the person I am on acid and the person I am sober. Acid QC told me a bunch of things I needed to hear, but didn't particularly want to. This is this is therapeutic. He told me you've been feeling social pressure to pretend like you have a financial health that is entirely about your savings and your income, and it's just not true at all. The truth Can you is that imagine? <laughs> no, I couldn't imagine. The truth is that if you ran out of money, your parents would send you more because they love you. That's true. The truth is that your finances aren't separate from your parents' finances, and they never have been. You resent your mom for sending you a hundred grand because she forcefully reminded you of this fact. You Honey, feel like- QC, QC, yes. baby. Yes. May I invite you to jump back into that valley because I feel like there's another layer you need to peel back and I don't want you to cry, you know, but I think that actually your mom is not sending you the money just because she loves you. She loves you despite the fact that she also does this to you. Yes, absolutely. Like this is something that she, I mean, this is no way like if this is no way to raise a person. You're actively asking them to stop helping you. Yeah. But you're like, you're like, I'm addicted to this. I know I am, but why would I ask that to stop? Yeah. But I, I hate that. She wants you to like, you're landing on resenting her for the wrong reasons. Uh, It's just so foreign to me. I can't. Can you imagine? No, I can't. I just can't put my position, put myself in the position of either person in this relationship i just don't get it at all oh oh all my friends uh they like me because like they know um that i like have great investments you know what i mean and that's That's sort of like my personality is like he's got great investments but i really don't have investments i mean and and the thing is is like that's a that's the thing with like 
you can't underestimate poor person pain. I hate to fucking say it. It's true. This is his version of like the crises we have about the other, the opposite end of money panic. Could you imagine? I couldn't imagine at all. No, it almost sounds, no, I'll tell you, it's almost worse. I know it sounds awful, but you and I have like tough skin, you know, like you got those like meaty little mittens with like tough calluses, right? And I walked on those concrete burning hot streets of Marshfield, Massachusetts. I earned my stripes as well as, as only children or no, not only children. Right. Feral children. Growing up poor. Feral children. Yes. Yeah. It's. I can't say this. QC does acid and he's like, oh, my my mom fucking pays my bills too much. Like, I feel for that. I do. I can't help it. Yeah. But I also think Yashar should rob people. So I don't know. I know. I get it. I get it. Guys, there was way too many stories for us to talk about this week. We. Want to continue that? We'll do a Patreon bonus episode where we wrap up some of these stories. Yeah, we got to talk. We got to talk about sandwich sandwiches. Story. The how to the how to make sandwiches like a deli story that went viral that I've seen everywhere. Like I I feel like we could get into this because we're known as this is a food show. Yeah, this is two people: a ringworm and and a uh, a little shrimp. I'm a yes. little shrimp. No, oh, I thought I was shrimp. both of those things. No, I'm a sh- I have a shrimp tattoo. All right, you guys, thank you so much. You guys are amazing. Uh, our numbers are flopping right now, so if you can pass this right. on to a friend, so we need another fine. David Dobrik, and we need another Yashar to get into yeah, a beef with. Guys, uh, help us find can a beef. You go, like, please go ask Yashar if he wants to rob with you and see what happens. No, yeah, don't I, don't to pick Yashar? him. What go someone to Yashar? else. Uh, he's probably fine. Actually, what about the um what about the people who eat out of the toilet? Uh Lauren and Josh oh, or disgusting. David? Yeah, let's get go in a fight with them. them. Yeah, go engaged. pick a fight, you guys. All right, thank you. Bye. No hate. And we keeping all of y'all in the know. Oh yeah. And now we all set to go. Miles and Brian is hosting the show. Thank you for listening to Trend Lightly, a solid listen podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review. You can find segments that didn't make it to air as well as ad-free versions of our episodes on patreon.com slash solid listen. Find us on Twitter and Instagram under trendlightlypod. Send us submissions and feedback at trendlightlypod at gmail.com. And thank you to Why Not Johnsveld and Bradley Sona for our music. We go get us, we trend set us. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. 
And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.